Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is episode number 237 overall, but if you keep track by seasons, this is the 43rd episode of season five. My name is Britt. And I'm Craig. Craig, it is so good to be back on the air with you. How are you feeling, old man? Um, I've been worse, but I've been better, so I had to go get some drugs and some steroid inhalers and steroid pills, and hopefully it'll work in the next week or so. We'll see. Whenever somebody <laughs> says to me, get some drugs, all I can hear is the scene from The Naked Gun, <laughs> where Norberg asks for drugs. Oh, Frank. Heroin. Heroin, Frank. It's <laughs> a tall order, Norberg. You're going to have to give me a couple days on that. <laughs> There is a guy, you, 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 everybody who, who listens to this and knows me or knows me in real life or both uh, knows that I love the movie riffing genre of comedy. And there is a guy who is right now going through every episode of the original Police Squad show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he's like, how did I not know this existed? Oh, my God. It, it's it's, it's if you've amazing. Never, if, all, if all you've ever seen is the Police Squad movies, go online. It's somewhere. Yeah. You will find it was a only like 12 episodes. Like it was one season, I think. It lasted, it was two shortened seasons, I think, or one huge one. I can't remember. But yeah, it was like either two six episode seasons or one 12. But yes, before there was Police Squad, the movie, or Naked Gun from the files of Police Squad, there was a TV show called Police Squad, which was essentially episodes of the Naked Gun. Yes. And I'm, I, one of the best things they did in that stupid ass show, as I recall, is every. Every week, because don't forget, in the 60s and 70s, you had guest stars on your shows all the time. Like, you saw that even to the 80s. Like, Murder, Shereard always had, like, Charles Nelson Riley on as the guest murderer kind of thing. But um, they always murdered their guest star in the opening segment mm-hmm. of Police Squad. And one of my favorite ones was special guest this week, Lauren Green. And a car rips around the corner, a, car, a door pops open, and a dead body flops out. And when they get close up on it, it's the body of Lauren Green. <laughs> and you're like, okay, so there's your special guest star. He's dead 10 seconds of the episode. Stuff like that would happen all the time. It was very funny. But but first, Craig, let's start where we always start. What are you drinking tonight? Um, I am drinking uh, water, which is in a nice um, corksicle bottle that looks like um, the Mandalorian, actually. Does that, does that work, that corksicle shit? So let me tell you, I had this in my car... I had this with me yes, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Okay. okay. And it was here. It was it was hot out. It was like 80-something yesterday, right? So mm. I went when I went to the doctor, I had this with me from work. I went. It was in my car. I left it in my car. And now, mind you, I filled this up at like 6 a.m. Okay. Had it in my car. Had it with me all day. Didn't refill it. Had it in my car. It was hot out. It was hot in my car. By the time I got home, it was, say like six let's just say because i don't remember so that was like 12 hours about yeah 10 to 12 hours we're talking right with and i opened it it was still cold wow it it worked very well oh well Well, then you know what i'll pop one open for the two of us tonight ah there we go nice tonight i have a cloudscape ipa by new park brewing in hartford connecticut I do. Oh, by that, by the way, that that liquor store near me, Wines and More, the one that there's. Oh, I'm so blessed. My town has like five really good craft beer stores. <laughs> yeah, they beer, actually alcohol, like liquor stores and pizza. We're very very lucky. And, and you know what? And there and there's such a thing as good and bad of both, right? Mm-hmm, there's just mm-hmm. you know, 
but the, the one of the stores near me is now carrying New Park. New Park does its own distributing, so there's only like maybe 30 or 40 spots in the state you can get it. You mm-hmm. used to have to like order it for delivery. They did away with the delivery shit, by the way. I'm a little unhappy Aww, about that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, no more delivery of New Park. But I can get Cloudscape at my local liquor store, so I pick it up whenever I see it. So so that's why I'll, I'll have a beer for Craig tonight. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's a it's a it's a big sacrifice, but I'm willing to <laughs> make you, it for. Have you had it before? Right, you've had what, it Cloudscape. Before. Oh yeah. yeah, multiple times. This is like their their um their signature IPA. It is it is fantastic. I, I've given you cans of this before. I guarantee, if I handed you a you can, more of this, than you would likely look have. Oh, I know more, I have. I'm pretty sure you. I have. know I have. I just didn't know if that was one of the beers that they change, like every time they uh, make it. Right. But no. Use the no. Same this name. One's, yeah, oh yeah, because the Blender series does that. They make a, uh, what's called the Blender series, which is their sours, and it's different fruits every time. Yeah. Like, you can't just sit there and go, give me the Blender. You gotta, oh, this is Blender <laughs> Boysenberry, and this is Blender Raspberry. Yeah. They even got one called, like, Bren- Blender Brunch, which I was like, Ooh. what the hell is Brunch? Bl-? Yeah, that one's that's good. Christy likes that one. But uh, anyway, all right. I still miss Burger Monster. That's me. Oh my God. So good. Yeah, so much. So good. It's so much. Sorry. Anyway, but anyway <laughs> on to on to burning hot takes. You want to give me one to receive tonight? Um, you know what? Let's. Uh, I'll I'll give. Why not? We'll, we'll change. What it do up. you got? Uh, so it's the off season, or you know, well, it's almost it's almost preseason, which means players have to go to workouts. Yeah. Some of them not mandatory. Some of them by now are mandatory. Mm-hmm. Um. So my quick question to you is like, there's a lot of players who are not going to one or both of these workouts. Mm-hmm. Is that cause in your mind for concern for players' futures on said teams that are doing it this? Really, it really depends on why. If it, if somebody's coming off an injury or has an injury history, no. If it's a situation where there's concerns about like contracts, like we're hearing all this stuff out of Washington now about Terry McLaurin, right? Mm-hmm. And Terry McLaurin's like, I'm not showing up for minicamp, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that makes me a little nervous. Although um, Ron Rivera came out today and said that he thinks the deal's going to get done. That makes me a little nervous. If you, if you say to me, well, Evan Engram has been excused from mandatory minicamps so he can get healthy. I'm trying to think of another guy who gets hurt all the time. Will Fuller, I know he's not on a team right now, um, but you know those kinds of guys. I'm not worried about it. If it's an older player, I'm not worried about it. These guys get they need their rest, and and sometimes giving them rest in the in the off season is is the way to go. So it depends on the situation, but generally, no, I don't really worry too much. I'm not worried about camp until camp physically opens. Mm. If that makes sense, that makes sense. And OTAs are not camp mini camps are not camp i'm talking about it's august and the entire team is assembled and you guys are starting to assemble playbooks that's when i worry all right that makes no that makes sense so what about you uh yeah same same kind of thing you really need you really need to see the uh the reason why there's they're sitting out like right example alan lazard what are you doing <laughs> he's he's mm-hmm. he's signed a uh, restricted free agent tender on Monday, and he's still he's still sitting out. I think. I like. Is he sitting out with permission, or he's just being he, a jerk about it? Um, he wasn't at the, he wasn't too. at the mini camp last week, but doesn't say if he's going back. But he signed the free agent tender, restricted free agent tender. Like, 
Is he so really, he's annoyed? He's annoyed. So I mean, this thing is it, no thing is like teams have different patient levels with players. Mm-hmm. So I think it also depends on the team. Yeah. Um, you know, with with a team like the Packers and having a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, like I don't know his relationship with with Lazard, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of known if you follow football and you watch Aaron Rodgers play, if you're a receiver and you piss him off, you don't get the ball very often. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's just not a it's just not a good way to start the season. So, all right. So, for my question, I want to pay. I want to give you a couple of games. Is this week one I'm looking at? Mm-hmm. Hold on. There's a schedule in front of me. It must be because there's a, a Thursday night game. Is it this year? <laughs> yes. Okay. There are two pairs of games that jump off of the week one schedule for me for different reasons. Okay. One's a tremendous couple of matchups, and one is like, don't I have somewhere else to be? Oh, sad. <laughs> so let's start with the good matchups. Which one of these two? You, and I can't, so as I'm pitching this, hypothetically, you can only watch one. Hypothetically. Okay. okay. Which one are you clearing your schedule for? Opening night, Buffalo at the Rams. Mm-hmm. Or Kansas City at Arizona. Um, I think I would go with Buffalo and... The Rams, only because that mm-hmm. was that that's the what if Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, so I would probably go with that one first. I, I can't answer this question obviously because I'm biased, but I mean, I looked at those two games; those are clearly, in my mind, the best two games on the schedule. Now, let me th- let's do the flip side here. You have to watch one of these games. <laughs> okay, Cleveland, Cleveland at Carolina. Oh boy, <laughs> or Philly at Detroit. Oh man. Yeah. Um, you know what? I I I'm someone that would like to see Detroit win, so I, I'd say Detroit. <laughs> you know, that's where I would go too. I I I have I, I so in what we do, there's two levels of prediction. There's what I think will happen, mm-hmm. and there's what I hope will happen. <laughs> True. What I hope will happen is Detroit gets to like nine wins this year. And starts to really show some improvement under Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. What I think will happen is a meteor will strike whatever is good in Detroit <laughs> in the face. <laughs> and by week six, they'll be the one in five Detroit Lions. That's what I think will happen. So, yeah. Yeah. But yes, Philly, Detroit. Let, you know what? Can I just take a, a quick moment? I want to look at the Detroit schedule. Okay. Let's we do this later in the year usually, and, and and we do have two more weeks before the end of the season, our our, our podcasting season. I want to just let's let's play that game though, really quick, really quick because there's not a ton to talk about. Let's talk about the Detroit schedule and based on what little information we have now in June, let's predict their record. Okay. We're just counting wins. Ready? Against Philadelphia, I give them a win. Win. Against Washington, home win. Okay, I'm gonna give him a win too. At Minnesota, mm, probably loss. That's what I'm giving him too. At home against Seattle, this Seattle. I'm gonna go loss just because I was I was on the fence about Washington, and I think they'll win one of those two games. All right. We'll so you're two and two, and I'm two and two. Yeah, we'll go with that. At the Patriots, I'll oh, probably loss. Oh right, yeah, loss. 
week uh, week six off at Dallas. Oh, God, which version of Dallas? That's the epic question, right? <laughs> We're six weeks into the season. Their starting quarterback could be Blake Bortles at this point. <laughs> Blake Bortles. Listen, if uh, the Blake Bortles <laughs> is there, then this is, this is a no-brainer. You're going to take Dallas the entire way. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Dallas, but... I'll go with Dallas, but that's a, that could go either way. Week 8 at home against Miami. Win. win. <laughs> week 9 at home against the Packers. I'll go loss. Loss, yeah. Week 10 at the Bears. Win. Win. Week 11 at Giants. Win. win. Week 12 at home against the Bills. Loss. Loss. Week 13 at home against the Jacks, uh, against the Jaguars. Win. Win. Week 14 at home against the Vikings. I'm going to go win. Yeah, I'll go win. I say they split it with them. I say they split. Week 15 at Jets. Oh, win. God. Win. At Carolina. Win. Win. Home against the Bears. <laughs> win. win. And could they split with Green Bay? Maybe. No. Mm. No. Uh, but that's already 10 yeah. wins. That's 10 yeah. and 7. That's that's way better than, that's you know, that's definitely in the right There's, direction for them. This schedule is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. All right, I'm getting us all distracted. That was supposed to be, that was like a 12-minute question right there. So, all right, on to your other question. What else you got for me? Uh, so my other question is, there's been a lot of news. I get, I'm trying to figure out how to word this question, really. You know, there's yeah, been a lot of hard. news about, for some reason, it's always receivers. It's mm-hmm. always NFL receivers out of all the sports. You always, always hear about NFL receivers. I don't know exactly why. I'm not okay. sure. But one of your former teammates, teammates, oh. one of your former oh. players, Tyreek Hill, is already oh, making God. comments about how Tua is more accurate than Mahomes is. He said he's he's having a better time there. And now you have someone on your team on the Chiefs now, Juju, who says mm-hmm. he could see himself back in Pittsburgh one day. Like what like oh, Jesus. Why why are receivers like this? Idiots. <laughs> They're no like in any other sport, no one does this. <laughs> okay, let me let me tackle this in two parts. Let me tackle the Juju Smith Schuster part first. Frank will recall that, again, our, our, our team has an ongoing text thread where when things happen, we toss stuff out there. Earlier this week, there was erroneous support that Baker Mayfield was going to Detroit, and I was posting it, and the guys were like, what the hell is this? But we have this conversation. Right. Ongoing. It's ongoing. When Juju Smith-Schuster was signed by the Chiefs, my response was one word, why? <laughs> <laughs> I have been on record as saying that the the Pittsburgh Steelers are just a bad organization from a coaching and culture standpoint. Yes. That hasn't changed. Juju Smith-Schuster walking through the door in Kansas City probably thought, my God, I'm going to be playing with Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to have 108 catches for 1,600 yards and 14 touchdowns. I'm going to be an all-star. And then they said, here's your scheduled workouts. And he went, scheduled workouts? I I just I just lift weights when I feel like it. Now again, I don't know that happened. I'm just I'm <laughs> suggesting he doesn't have the work ethic. He comes from a town and a organization with a terrible work ethic. What Pittsburgh Steeler? I'm asking this as an open question. In the last five years, has changed teams and then been good or better with the other team? Um. Um, James Conner, maybe, maybe sort of, then he got hurt. Maybe. 
I mean, he's he's definitely better in short yardage situations, but that just might be Arizona and its attack. The general, my general consensus on Pittsburgh is that they are a lazy organization. There, I said it. I I, I welcome the 750 <laughs> hate texts I'm going to get. So, I so Juju going there and being like, well, someday I might hope to end up in Pittsburgh is total pandering. That is total pandering and say that is buyer's remorse. Mm. Every single one of us has experienced this in our lifetime if we're over the age of 10. <laughs> you went out to the store, you spent money on something, and then you got home and you went, huh, I think I'd rather order a pizza. <laughs> yep. We've all yep. done it. You saw, my God, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid? Oh, my God, I'm going to be the new number one? Oh, my God. And then you get there and you're like, meh. Yeah. So that's, nah. so that's the juju side of this. Tyreek Hill absolutely has 100% buyer's remorse. He played a hand which Drew Rosenhaus coached him through that got him run out of Kansas City. Yeah. And he went on his podcast this week, which is something I was going to bring up later, but we might as well just get this out of the way now. I have zero sympathy and I have zero desire to understand anything Tyreek Hill says in his podcast right now because we have seen this all before his name was Terrell Owens and his career was ruined by Drew Rosenhaus's advice as well was that his agent too Drew Rosenhaus is not only his agent he appeared on episode one of Tyreek Hill's new podcast to explain why he's not in Kansas City anymore Oh, um, I mean, he was he was Terrell Owens' agent. Yes, Drew Rosenhaus was behind that whole thing. Oh boy, <laughs> Irie Kill, and he admitted this in his podcast. He saw Devontae Adams get a huge deal, and he reached out to the Chiefs and said, "I don't have to be the highest paid player, but you guys got to do right by me." And Drew Rosenhaus said, "Well, you know what's doing right by you? This much money, and they're never going to pay it." And they didn't. And it, in the podcast, it said, he, he admits, Andy Reid reached out to him and said, do you want to be here? Yes or no, do you want to be in Kansas City? And Tyreek Hill said, yes, I told Coach I want to be in Kansas City. And then they lowballed me. That's not lowballing. <laughs> you said, I want to be here. They're going to make you an offer. If you said, no, I don't want to be here, they just wouldn't have made you an offer. Yeah. You know, and the salary cap's the thing, so... <laughs> the salary cap is a very real thing with the Chiefs because all these guys are coming off their rookie deals, except for frickin' Travis. Oh, and yeah. then he says on the podcast, Drew Rosenhaus gives him credit for being a professional and not bitching about it in the media. Motherfucker, podcasts are media. You are <laughs> bitching about it right now. Yep. <laughs> like, seriously, you want me to give you credit on your owned and operated media for not going to other media with the story? I uh, did. That sounds like it's that's what happened. <laughs> that's like going on Fox News and going, but man, I didn't go to CNN with this shit. I wouldn't do that. That does not make you a professional. That makes you Drew Rosenhaus's fucking client. <laughs> and by the way, we have seen all this before. We're not talking. We're not talking. By the way, I'm in my driveway doing sit-ups. Come talk to me. <laughs> we have seen this all before. You know what the difference is? Drew Rosenhaus didn't know what the fuck a podcast was when he represented Terrell Owens, and now he does. 
Are you telling me that Terrell Owens woke up one morning, not Terrell Owens, that Tyreek Hill woke up one morning and said, I want to do a podcast out of nowhere after, th- after seasons where he won a Super Bowl? He suddenly decides the season after he leaves, he's going to do a podcast? No, this is all Rosenhaus, and it's bullshit. Yeah. So Drew Rosenhaus is going to ruin another career. He's going to say whatever he needs to say to feel like he made the right decision by forcing his way out of Kansas City. And at the end of the day, Tyreek Hill, I'm saying it right now, Tyreek Hill becomes irrelevant in 2022, and we never speak his name as a top wide receiver again. And it's his own doing for listening to Drew Rosenhaus. And now that I'm done ranting, I'll get Craig's response on all of that. <laughs> no, especially, especially with who his, who his agent is, it makes perfect sense. Um, you know, and don't forget agents get a, you know, a commission on yes. the, their clients' salaries. So, you know, Drew is doing very well for himself. Um, but yeah, you know, agents are, are behind a lot of this, this stuff, yes. which people don't real. I mean, clearly look at, um, what's his name from the Steelers receiver COVID brain. Can't think of his name. That kind of Juju? That went crazy. Ran off the field. Oh, Antonio Brown. Yeah, that was him. That wasn't his agent. <laughs> but um, in most cases, you know, the agent is the one kind of pulling the strings because they're the money person. Um, right. So it's no, it's no surprise. Like already in, um, in uh, on the Ravens. Sorry, COVID brain. In Baltimore, they're they're off. They're designing their offense around Lamar running more. So you know what that means. The receivers aren't going to get that many looks. And they're already apparently complaining about it. Like, if a team if a team's offense finds a way to win, and it doesn't involve throwing the ball forty eight times a game, they're not going to. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, by the way, do you know who Antonio Brown's uh, agent was? Oh dear, who was in it? the beginning of his career? Was it true? It's Drew Rosenhaus. Oh boy. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he filed suit against him in September of last year. He did for yep. what? According to a story by Daniel, this is coming from uh, the Pewter Report, which is a website that follows the um, the Bucks. This is an article from September 7th, 2021. According to a story by Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic, Brown is suing his former agent, Drew Rowenhouse, over double dealing and putting Brown into business with a marketing agency that was owned by Rosenhaus without Brown's knowledge. Huh. Interesting. Drew Rosenhaus is not good wideouts long term i'm t- i'm telling no. you right now i will i will quit podcasting <laughs> if i will quit podcasting if tyreek hill has a year in miami and by year i mean top five wide receiver i can name 10 guys right now i would draft ahead of tyreek hill tua is not that good and i had high hopes for tua i was a tua backer when he came out you he were. was going to be the guy that could potentially save miami i was wrong He's wrong. I don't even think they really wanted him. He got hurt, and yeah, not not good. Now, now everybody said, well, you know what? Here we are a year later, and, and he had 106 catches for 1,200 yards. Yeah, but who was the quarterback? Because if Ryan Fitzpatrick comes out of freaking <laughs> retirement, I believe it. But with two <laughs> under center, I am downgrading freaking um, Hill. that guy, you know, Mumbly Joe. Thank you, Tyreek Hill. I don't know why he <laughs> – like, I'm, I'm going to Fantasy Pros right now. I'm actively going to Fantasy Pros right now. NFL uh, rankings for week one. Just show me PPR. I don't want week one. I want, like, overall. 
Now, okay, here we go. Draft rankings, PPR. If I go to wide receivers, what number do you think he is? Oh, man. I'm going to say nine. Seven. Uh, oh, all right, that's close. <laughs> Seven. He's behind C.D. Lamb. Wow. <laughs> CD Lamb I like C.D. Lamb, but, you know, again, I, quarterback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I could make the argument that he's probably 10 or 11 on this list. Easily. Easily. So, no. I, I And I know that sounds like sour grapes. Well, you know, he left your team. Yep, he sure did. And I'm sorry he's gone. And I'm sorry he listened to Drew, Drew Rosenhaus and decided to end his career. He will be working out in a parking lot within two years. I, play. I don't it. think he's... I don't think he's like a, a person that causes a lot of trouble, but he is just taking bad advice. He's taking bad yeah. advice from a guy who has enabled Antonio Brown, who basically told Terrell Owens, I will get you a job no matter what, and then failed to deliver. And now he is listening to the same guy when he says, you need to go somewhere else because Kansas City is never going to pay you. I, I, I'm sorry. I got no sympathy. I can't, I can't, I can't feel bad for him. No. All right, let's and, move on. Let's. Yeah, no, no, no. I was, I was going to say I, I agree with you, and I don't think he's going to get the same amount of receptions, and he's going to get very upset about it. Yeah, his career is for fantasy purposes. In my mind, his career's over. And I know that's strong words to say, but he is so, maybe okay. a top ten Re- wideout. Really maybe. quick, he last year yeah. he had he had 111 receptions. How many does he have this year? 75 tops. Tops. All right, there tops. it is. Tops. I mean, 75, don't forget, that's what, that's, I'm doing math in my head. That's, uh, that's like three or four a game. I feel that's, and don't forget, he was very hit or miss with the Chiefs. One of his beefs was that he only had like one catch against the Ravens in like week three. If you go back and watch that game, nobody caught the ball against the Ravens. They were trying to out, they were trying to play away from Tyree Kill because that's what the Ravens expected them to do. Yeah. perspective have some perspective on where you're at and who you're playing with and i just don't feel like he does all right moving on quick side note minka fitzpatrick signed a four-year 73.6 million dollar contract with the steelers which makes him the highest paid safety in nfl history not really a fantasy impact but four years 73.6 million dollars craig your thoughts uh, that is a lot of money for a safety and, uh, I hope it works out for him. <laughs> you know what that says to me? Somebody walked into the, 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 the Pittsburgh room and said, big Ben retired. Juju's gone. I literally can go out in the parking lot and recruit a better team than we have right now. <laughs> we got one guy and he's on defense and they said, lock him down. That's what it says to me. So. Yes. All right. I just wanted to touch on that briefly. We got to talk about Jack Del Rio and what's going on the Washington Commanders, right? Uh, we can't. He deleted his Twitter account. It, good. Good. So, if you've been living under a rock... Which, Jack if you Del are, Rio, I don't blame you at this point. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I've started taking days <laughs> off from the news cycle in general. But, Jack Del Rio... Um, yeah... He tweeted out some words. I'm getting the exact one out here. I'm trying to see if I can find it. Okay, uh, no, that's Ron Rivera. Hey, quick, quick side story. Don't forget, when he was Please. a player during the lockout and they had to get replacement players, he thought, I don't remember if the dude was a player or a co- or no, a, he was a scout. 
he thought the scout was a replacement player, and he started arguing with him and punched him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm looking to see. I can't find the actual tweet. I can't believe it's not. It, well, I'm sure if you look somewhere, it'll be. I, I, I would like to actually quote what he said before I, like, rip into him. Well, it's on, it's on, uh, it's on the internet. It's got to be somewhere. All right, uh, yeah, I'm trying to find it. Jack Del Rio tweet. <laughs> right, here we go. Do, 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 do. Uh, $100,000. There's his apology. This is... Wow, no one's... Act- everyone's reporting on the controversy, but nobody's quoting <laughs> the tweet. Okay, so I can't quote the t- tweet for you because it's I just don't have it in front of you. But Jack Del Rio essentially went on Twitter and called the insurrection on January 6th a dust-up. And then got fined $100,000 for it. Oh, here it is. I found it. You ready? All right. Could read, read it off for us if you wouldn't mind. Oh, he's a def- defensive coordinator. I didn't realize that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I, can look at image, I can look at images on the TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Nothing burned down. And we're going to make that a major deal. End quote. A dust up. A dust up. A dust up. They set up a goddamn noose. They did. They did. And that uh, that Secret Service guy shot somebody through a window or and, a door. And it's not, you know, but to, in his defense, it's not like they were like, chanting like a, a phrase like hang Mike Pence or something. Oh, wait, they totally fucking did. <laughs> I, now, there are people out there, Craig, which is why I bring this up, who say this is a First Amendment violation, that he should have the right to say what he wants to say and feel what he wants to feel <laughs> without being punished, because he was fined $100,000 by the commanders for this comment. Mm-hmm. Is it appropriate for him to be fined here? Does he bear some responsibility to to, to, to mind his words more carefully? Uh, well, here we go again, where you have a job that is a high-profile job and you say something your job doesn't agree with, especially yep. while you're you have um, their logo and behind you and on your clothes, your mm-hmm. your your freedom of speech right goes away because and you're doing it on their time. So yeah, <laughs> and and everybody who has listened to me for any sort of period of time knows I'm a raging liberal. <laughs> so I I understand. That people are going to be like, oh, we should be, be. Listen, the same people who said Colin Kaepernick can't take a knee because he's at work, it's not an expression of free speech, are defending this as an expression of free speech. <laughs> you cannot have your cake and eat it too. Yes. If Colin Kaepernick cannot protest because he is being paid to be there, then Jack Del Rio sure as fuck cannot put up a Twitter account that describes him as the defensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders and put up that tweet. You are representing your team, and you can't have it both ways, and it drives me nuts. Yes, the fine was appropriate. If anything, the fine was minimal. Yeah. No, I I agree. It's not like he's not not working, and he's on his own free time. If he was, or retired, or whatever, sure, whatever. But... Not when you're wearing the commander's logo on your hat. 
Yes. <laughs> that doesn't work. Yes. Your, your job tells you what you can and can't do for the most part, and that's just how it is. Period. If you are, if you are, and this is this is an area I never thought we'd be bringing into this podcast, but I'm going there. And Craig just got very nervous. If you're a fan of OnlyFans, <laughs> why has that been probably, brought up so much lately? I don't know why. Yeah, I, yeah, it's out there. Well, we're, we're going to start our OnlyFans, but it's just going to be pictures of me sitting at the computer talking to you. So nobody's going to. We're, we're going to be one subscriber, and it's probably my grandmother or something. I don't know. Anyway, if you're a fan of OnlyFans, you've heard of a, a streamer named Amaranth. She's recently expanded back into Twitch, and Twitch is a platform that I do a lot of work on in my daily life outside of this podcast. And she maintains two Twitter accounts. One as Amaranth and one under her actual first name. Why? Because she wants to be able to promote her brand, but she also wants to be able to have a private Twitter. Yes. And it came into the light to, uh, this week because, hey, breaking news, if you're a woman who posts a lot of sexy videos and is intentionally trying to be provocative and you get tens of thousands of followers across multiple platforms you're eventually going to acquire a stalker. And that's what happened. Hmm. She, she got a stalker. And she decided that it was, she wanted to tell the story about how they caught this stalker. They literally caught this guy outside her house with weapons. Wow, that's which is, freaky. Yeah, terribly freaky. Right now, she was smart. She had security. She's that big of an internet person. She can get security. And he was taken into custody. He's going to hopefully get some psychiatric help. But... Did she post this on her official Twitch slash streaming Twitter? No. She decided to share the story on her personal Twitter because she didn't want to injure her brand. Smart. Keep your personal life and your professional life separate, guys. Separate. She did it. And I would never know she had a personal Twitter if she didn't decide to share the story this week. By the way, best wishes to her. I'm not a fan of her stream because I personally don't feel like that's an appropriate use on Twitch. But, you know, nobody deserves to be stalked because of their content. But keep it separate. Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator, has to be separate from Jack Del Rio, the guy with opinions. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> oh, exactly. but, you know, you, you come on here and you spout your opinions. Yes, I'm not a professional. You know how much money I've made off this podcast? Exactly zero. No, I mean if we get a sponsor, then me sure we'll change, we'll edit what we say a little bit. But for now, no. Sponsor us, yeah. <laughs> no, this is a this is a we we consider ourselves professional fantasy football players who do a podcast because we like sharing our knowledge. No one is paying us to do these episodes. No one is Yet. paying us to do these episodes. <laughs> and, and just for the record, our fantasy winnings are what fund this. <laughs> The fact that we win every year on DFS is what DFS is what keeps this happening. Very true. Anyway, very true. Anyway, I just I, I just wanted to get listen. Just folks, keep your personal lives separate. You love Donald Trump. You hate Donald Trump. You love the price of gas. You hate the price of gas. Whatever it is, keep it separate from your business. Jack Del Rio didn't do that, so his business clapped back. The end. Yeah, that's yep. it. My father-in-law said to me today, can you believe that the president is doing nothing about the price of gas? And I looked at him and I said, but the problem is the price of gas is up everywhere. Are you telling me that, that the president of the United States is responsible for the price of gas in the United Kingdom and Canada? And he stared at me and he went, <laughs> you know what it is? 
it's those futures investors that are driving up the price of oil. I'm like, now I can talk to you. <laughs> now I can talk to you. If, well, <laughs> pri- if the price of milk is only going up in one country, you talk to that government. If the price of milk is going up across the, the universe, you can't talk to that president. Unless you're in Lebanon, then it's 15 cents a liter. Oh my God! That's because they, that's because you don't you don't even have to process it. You just go into the ground. You stick a whole uh, <laughs> stick in the ground, and you find a gut. You find a a, a well. <laughs> yep, cheaper than water. There anyway. But you know, I'm just. My point is, be careful with what you put out there. Just 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 putting it. I'm putting it out there that you should be careful with what you put out there. All right, we're out of time because Craig needs to go rest his voice. The poor guy is still getting better. I'm trying. Craig, final thoughts as we enter um, enter the <clears throat> tail end of the off season. Tail end of the off season, scared every year. I, I know I say it, but damn, it goes by fast. Um, yeah, again, just pay attention to any type of injuries that may pop up. Example, and I'm and this is gonna make Sean sad. Uh, Chris Carson still has an injured neck, and he doesn't know when he's gonna be able to come back. So Chris Carson's still in the football league. Yeah. So um, yeah, definitely be. Be mindful of that. Um, and I know we have a lot to say on Deshaun Watson, but that's going to be like a whole episode, so we'll do that you know, probably next I, week. Sid <laughs> suggested we bring him up tonight, and I'm I, and he's not wrong. I just think that's a discussion that's better for when we have a little more information and we have more of us together because we do plan yeah. on having the roundtables. So yeah, I, he's not wrong in what he in, in his suggestions. I just think it's a larger conversation than we can have tonight. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I did man. not even know Chris Carson was still a Seattle Seahawk. I honestly didn't. He, he is. He's just still injured, and there's no timeline for his return, if he returns. Talk about a guy who's been snake bit, right? I mean, he's so good. He was going to be it, and then it, he broke himself repeatedly. And then and Rashad Penny happened, and yep. yeah. So now I don't even know and, who their running back is now. <laughs> and Rashad Penny got hurt too, which reopened the door for Chris Carson, but he just can't stay on the field. It, him, Will Fuller, there's these guys that for whatever reason just can't stay on the field. It is maddening. Yep. Unless it's Will Fuller on the go juice and then he's good. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. But anyway. All right. So my final thought is enjoy these, these last couple weeks of freedom. Because in about two weeks, <laughs> the preseason of fantasy football officially begins. It begins. Take some, do some best, do some some best ball drafts. Relax a little bit. Spend some time with your loved ones, <laughs> because July first is coming. And when July first comes, it is go time. <laughs> you got to start reading stuff. You got to start looking at stuff. We start doing our rankings, and then you are not going to see these people again until February. <laughs> That's pretty much what happens. And I'm assuming you live with them. You're still not going to see them until February. It is time to get to work on this stuff. Craig is right. It goes faster every year. <laughs> I can't. I can't with this. I'm, too, I'm getting too old for this, which is amazing because I look at guys like um, Bob Harris from the Football Diehards, who's got me by at least a decade, and he's just like, I can't wait for the start of the season. And I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with you, homie? That's because he has sponsors. You're in the FSWA <laughs> Hall of Fame. You are. You, the, the fantasy football should erect a statue to you now. You've been doing this so long and so well, and your your passion just. I'm like exhausted already. Somebody said to me on Twitch yesterday, they were like, "Shouldn't you guys be starting to work on your fantasy football stuff?" And my response was, "Oh yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we're start, we're we're starting. Like the idea of the week to week insanity that is fantasy football. I'm I'm dreading it. I love the game. I love playing fantasy football. But anybody who thinks that having a podcast like this is just like two guys sit down and talk about random stuff, it's a lot of work that goes into this, particularly in a season. So enjoy your last two weeks of freedom because as of July 4th, you are back on duty. Fun times. That's it. You know what else would be a fun time? If you left us a review, whatever podcast directory you listen to us on, please go there and leave us a review. It really helps our podcast a lot. Also, you can reach out to us. We are at FignutsDFS on Twitter. We are FignutsDFS at gmail.com if you like to use email. And we're on Facebook. We are the Football Fignuts Podcast on Facebook. We love hearing from people. We love getting your questions this time of year. Please don't hesitate. Even if I don't read your question on air, I always respond to it. Please make sure you, you write to me. And if I don't respond to you on Twitter, it's just because I get 7,000 Twitter notifications a day, particularly if someone changes teams. <laughs> don't hesitate to direct message us. Our DMs are open. Uh, I, before I say goodbye, we got to say hi to Deb. Hi, Deb. Uh, we had some lovely board gaming with Deb uh, this past weekend. She was able to sit and play with us some, some creature comforts, which I think we all enjoyed. So that was nice. Um, but uh, we'll be back next week. There's only two more episodes in the season, guys. And that's then it. it's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's go time. That's it. It's here already. That's it. Season six is on us already. I sent out a message before we sat down saying, contributors, it's time to start working on your rankings. So we'll wait to hear back from them. Until we meet with you guys next week, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Please reach out. Leave us a review. Any way you want to reach out, we really appreciate it. Until we speak again, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.